0: This is Rama for today. He started to say something, but I said, just wait a minute. Let me tell it. if I miss it, just speak up and say you, you missed it. Somebody said, well, will that embarrass you? No, I'd join all the rest of you. Anybody here never has missed it? No. So I said, uh, for 12 months, you didn't have a seizure. But in the last two weeks... You've had three seizures, and you awoke out of sleep into the seizure. Now here's a young man that's brought up in a Pentecostal church. You might say born and raised in Pentecostal church, born again, filled with the Spirit himself, speak with other tongue, but don't know one single thing. Folks ought to be taught about spiritual gifts. You know what that young man said? Pentecostal folk up and said you must be a mind reader or fortune teller. That's exactly what happened.
1: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Hold Fast to the Word, next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message.
0: Then again, the Bible talks about Philip, you remember? Eighth chapter of Acts, first Philip went down to the city of Samaria preached Christ unto them. They gave heed unto him both he and the the miracles he did for unclean spirits came out of many crying with a loud voice A many sick of the palsy were healed, many that lame were healed. And there's great joy in the city. He had a city-wide revival. But then the Bible says the Spirit, the Holy Ghost, said to Philip to go down in the way of Gaza. Well, he don't know why, but he went down there And here came along, you know, the Ethiopian, you know, uh, that had been up to Jerusalem because he's a Jewish proselyte to worship God. And he's riding along, you know, uh, reading from Isaiah. And the Spirit said, Philip, go join yourself to him. He went and got right up there in the chariot with him. And he said, is is this fellow Isaiah, is he talking about himself or somebody else? And Philip being a true evangelist, I mean, anywhere in the Bible, they can pick up and start preaching Jesus he immediately began to preach Jesus to him. And he was saved, you know that. Amen? Well, thank God for the Holy Ghost. Amen. So, a year later, we went right back to the same church. And as I said, I'm sitting there on the platform. Ladies' trio singing this song just before I'm to take the pulpit. And uh, it was just like somebody's behind me, and there's nobody back there. Pastor had already introduced the singers, introduced myself, and gone and sat down. Three young ladies are here, and I'm the only person up there. And my eyes fastened on this young man. And the Spirit said to me, For one year, twelve solid months, after you ministered to him last year, he has not had one single seizure. But in the last two weeks, he has three seizures. He's awakened in the nighttime. In other words, he was asleep and woke up in a seizure. Before he never had a seizure when he's asleep. That spirit's come back, I want you to cast it out of him again, and I want you to know this, that the reason, and want him to know it, you tell him, the reason that that spirit came back is because he went to bed and went to sleep afraid. Afraid of what? Afraid that he'd have another seizure sometime. And so, the Lord said to me, before you ever do anything, they get through singing. So they got through singing. I called the young man up, I was, we were standing down just off the platform. I said, last year when I was here and told you what I told you. And I said, for one solid year, you would have not one single seizure. He started to say something. But I said, just wait a minute. Let me tell it. If I miss it, just speak up and say you, you missed it. Somebody said, well, will that embarrass you? No, I'd join all the rest of you. <laughs> Anybody here never has missed it? No. So I said, for 12 months, you didn't have a seizure. But in the last two weeks, you've had three seizures. And you awoke out of sleep into the seizure. Now, here's a young man that is brought up in a Pentecostal church. I'd say born and raised in Pentecostal church. Born again, filled with the Spirit himself, speak with other tongues but don't know one single thing. Folks ought to be taught about spiritual gifts. You know what that young man said? Pentecostal poke up and said, you must be a mind reader or a fortune teller. That's exactly what happened. Well, I said, I'm not reading your mind or telling your fortune. My head don't have anything to do with it. I got it out of my spirit. Amen? Now, I said, do you know why these things returned and you woke up in a seizure? He said, do you? I said, yeah. He said, tell me. I said, you went to bed and went to sleep afraid. Oh, he said, I know you're a mind reader now. I just got to thinking that. I said, I didn't pick that up with my mind. My mind does have a thing. Where do I do it? My mind's blank. I got it out of my spirit. Amen. Yeah, he said several times I'd go to bed and that fear would come that I might have another seizure. Now, I had dealt with it before, but on these three occasions, I didn't deal with it before I went to sleep. Well, I said, I'm going to cast that out of Now, you remember the 12th chapter of Matthew? When the unclean spirit's gone out of a man, or a woman either, I'm sorry, he walks through dry places seeking rest and findeth it not. He said, I'll go back into my house. He calls the individual's body his house. It's not his house, it's your house. Body's the house you live in. And he said, I'll go back into my house that I came out of. And he went back, now notice, and found it empty, swept, and garnished. Notice it's clean, but empty. And so he went and got seven other spirits, more wicked than himself. And all eight of them entered into the man. And the last state was worse than the beginning. Amen? I remember, and I'll come back to this now. But I remember when we first started school, our very first year of school, Rainbow Bible Training Center, over here at Sheridan Road Assembly. We used their facilities for a couple of years, 74. And then in 75, we graduated our first class. And so in the fall of 74, though, I, was, I would teach between time We were holding meetings to keep things going and, and so on. But then we had, uh, I, I would teach when I was in. And I happened to be in here, and I got a telephone call from one of our adjoining states, and uh, the man said he heard uh, Brother Sumrall, Doctor Sumrall, on Pat Robertson's TV program talking about the devil and demons and so on. And so he said I called then up there to South Bend because they told where he's from and all to see if he is going to be down in this part of the country, and he wasn't had no commitment. And I told him my. What what I called about, and he said, "Call Brother Hagin. Doctor Sumrall said he's right there in the adjoining state. Call him; he can help you. So he called me, told me his what had happened, and so on and so forth. And could he come? Well, I, I have so many calls. I'll be honest with you; I can't promise folks. But when the Lord says do it, you do it. Amen. But now, if on the one, if if just on my own, I I I. Responded to one person then I got to respond to everybody else. I'm a respecter of persons Well, what if you talk to somebody, you know, well, God told you to you're just obeying God. Amen? The Lord said minister to him. So he came Well, his wife came with him We sat down in one of the offices there and he said Same thing he told me on the phone except he added some to it He was a professor in university in the area of psychology And uh, then he had changed universities, and one of our leading universities here in the Southwest, he was head of the psychological division in that university. But at 67 years of age, he retired. Well, the charismatic move was on. Now, both he and his wife were church members, but she got in with a prayer group, come to find out she had never been born again. Got born again, got filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongue. She kept after him to go to these home meetings, you know. Oh no, he's all right. He's trusting the church. Well no, you trust Jesus. Thank God for the church. But you trust Jesus. So she finally got him to go, and he went. And he came to find out he'd never been born again. He got born again, got filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking another tongue. And everything just went along fine for about a couple of years. But a spirit got a hold of him and he began to molest little girls. And he said, I know how you can you see in in college, in psychology, his major was the criminal psychology. And the, the, the so he dealt with these folks in all kind of areas, including, you know, child molest and he said, I know how those folks wind up. You know, you, 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 you can harm one of them. You could kill one of them. And you wind up in the electric chair. His wife had left him. She came with him on this occasion, but she had left him and filed for a divorce because he's out molesting little girls. But I, I, he won't help. Well, as we sat there and talked, by the word of knowledge, I knew that there's three spirits, not just one, but there's three of them here. And I said to him, I can cast all three of them out of you, but I'm not going to. You see, you do a person harm by casting the devil out of them if you don't teach them. Are you listening to me? Now go back to that 12th chapter. Go back to that 12th chapter of, I think it starts with the 43rd verse of, of Matthew. When the unclean spirit's gone out of a man or a person, man or woman, what does he do? He walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none. What does he say? I'll go back I'll go back to my house that I came out of. He went back, found the house empty, swept and garnished. It's clean, but it need to have something in it. Are you listening to me? So he goes and gets seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And the last state of that man is worse than it was to begin with. I said, you can cast the devil, like I said to him. I can cast all three of these devils or spirits out of you. But you could wind up in the worst shape you are. And so I'm not going to, unless you do what I tell you.
1: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. This year, we're celebrating 50 years of camp meetings. In honor of this momentous occasion, this month we're offering the four-volume set, Camp Meeting Classics, consisting of 16 CDs featuring Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, as well as a few special speakers such as Oral Roberts, John Osteen, Mark Hankins, and many others. You can get all of this for the price of $50, which is more than 50% off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at RAMA.org. Let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. And guess what's happening in September?
0: We are going to start uh, Rainbow Bible Training College up That's again. That's right. Uh, we're enrolling right, right now. now. Yes. So actually, you can apply online if you want to, but you can go to rbtc.org yes. and get all the information about the school. You can even apply online right mm-hmm. there. So if you're interested in coming to the school uh, Rama bible training college uh, yes. just go to rbtc.org and you can get all, all, the, all information the information there
1: tomorrow more from kenneth e hagan with his teaching hold fast to the word if you'd like you can visit our online bookstore at rama.org. thanks for listening to Rama for today with kenneth and lynette hagan